0: no
1: like you. No one else can touch my life as you do. bow before you, we worship you, we declare you are great, we declare you are wonderful. We magnify you, we worship you, we exalt you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. Holy Spirit, this is your hour as we go into this prayer session. We ask that you will grant us the spirit of prayer afresh, to pray and to pray through in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We return the glory unto you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let's have a seat. I'll please plead if you can. Not if you can. If you know you have a space in front of you, there's no point. Sit this, please. Nobody's sitting on my right hand. You want angels to sit there. It should be we sitting there. So please, if you have a space in front of you, come to the front. We have come to pray that we can pray through. There's a space in front of you. Relocate and move to the front. The Lord bless you as you do that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I tell your neighbour I have come to pray tonight. And I must pray. I must not sleep. The Lord will give us grace in Jesus' name. And that is actually what we have come to do. We have come to what? To pray. And our prayer tonight is going to center all around our precept and the promise for the year. If you go to the Bible, you will notice that no prophecy find fulfillment without an enforcement in the spirit. For a prophecy to find fulfillment, there must be an enforcement in the spirit. Why? Because the moment the devil heard that prophecy, he would do everything to make sure that prophecy does not come to pass. Everything you ought not to be doing, that is what he said, go and be doing it. Go and do it, so that the prophecy will not come to pass. And that is why tonight, for the next two and a half hours, okay, two hours, right? One solid hour, we are going to be praying concerning the precept, what we are supposed to do. Because we know our God is a faithful God. If we can't do our part, God is more than faithful to do his own part be ready tonight to pay the price of praying according to the instruction God has given us. And as we do that, we use the remaining 30 minutes to cry for the harvest. But remember, God is not committed to send the harvest until you have sown the seed. Are you with me? God is not a magician. You cannot twist his hand. Until you fulfill your part, God is not committed to fulfill his own part. <clears throat> God told me something last year. He said, "Until you applied, I cannot supply." <laughs> when I heard that, I relocate myself. Our God is a God of principle. So tonight, please be ready to pray and pray with the all of your heart. Because as you pray it, you are already commanding the harvest to come unto you. And by the time you leave here today, you will never remain the same in the name of Jesus. Amen. Tell your neighbor, you will never remain the same in Jesus' name. Amen. Tell the other person, you will never remain the same in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So you better sit down very well now, because by 11.30, you're going to be standing up for one hour to pray. So, sit very right well. Are you with me? Praise God. Let's open to Luke chapter 10, verse 1 to 2, which is our precept for this year. Luke chapter 10, verses 1 to 2. After this thing, the Lord appointed other 70 also, send them two and two before his face into every city and place. Whither he himself would come. Therefore said he unto them, The harvest is truly great. The soul to be won are in multitude of numbers. That's what it means. The harvest is truly enormous. But the laborers are few. Those that are preaching, that are praying, that are serving to make this harvest come. They are very few. So, what then do you do? Jesus said, Pray ye. Somebody said, Pray ye. Good. I like that response. Pray ye, therefore, the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. You see it? Jesus said, You need to pray for me to send them. You see the principle of God? You need to pray. For me to what send them? If they want sending, we say you got to pray. Great harvest requires great prayers for great souls to be saved. Not just small, small prayers. Great harvest requires great prayers for great souls, multiple souls to be one unto the Lord. So to be able to reach this great harvest, Jesus said we must pray. I'm going to go quickly through several things that we have to pray about, and we're going to be praying specifically for those things. Number one, He said we are to pray for committed and hardworking laborers, who are the laborers you and I, the people that will go to preach the gospel. The people that are supposed to go with boldness, with commitment, with a sense of duty, say you need to pray for them. Pray for the evangelists. Pray for the missionaries. For a fresh fire of Holy Ghost like it was upon the disciples at the holidays. Like the one that was inside Peter, that made Peter to stand bold, to preach not minding who was there, who was not there. And there was a massive, great harvest of souls. Say, so pray for fresh compassion and body for souls, for being the heart of the laborers. Who are they? You and I. We need to pray. it. In John four thirty four, Jesus said unto them, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work and in John nine four, John nine four, he said, "I must walk work the works of Him that sent me, while it is day. The night cometh when no man can walk." And in 1 Corinthians nine sixteen, for thou I preach the gospel, I have not to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. 1 Corinthians nine sixteen. War is it's unto me if I preach not the gospel. Do you see that? That's what a laborer, the position a laborer should be. That if I don't preach the gospel, if I don't pray for souls to be won, I am under a curse. That's what Apostle Paul is saying. You put yourself under a curse. You know like those folks that told Paul that said, no, until we kill Paul, we are not going to eat. That was a cause, right? You should say, until I preach, I have have no right to take breakfast. Are you with me? That's what it means. That's what it means for the fire of the gospel, the fire of soul winning to be in you. Number two, why we need to pray why well, we need to pray, and who we need to pray? We need to pray to dislodge all indrances, stronghold of the devil that are hindering the gospel, hindering the people from accepting Christ. Many of us here, you know, people you have been praying, you have been praying for, you have been preaching the gospel to them, but they still remain adamant, and they are still. They, you see evidence of the of, of the problem they are going through. And you tell them, the solution out of this problem is what? Give your life to Jesus. Are you ready to give your life? I will think about it. Who is holding them? That's a false. 2 Corinthians 4.4 2 Corinthians 4.4 In whom the God of this world has blinded the mind of them which believe not. Who blinded their mind? The God of this world. So we need to dislodge them by prayers. We must stop the devil from carrying out his agenda to populate his kingdom that is hellfire. And God is relying on you and I to pray those souls to come to the kingdom of God. In Acts chapter 13, verse 6 to 12. We saw a drama there. The man, a false prophet by the name of Jesus. God gave room for Paul and Barnabas to be able to reach the the leader, the political leader. The man was the one that called them. They called Paul and Barnabas, let them come and preach to me. God want to save my soul. But this false prophet said, no, I'm not going to allow them. The Bible says, but Elemas, verse 8, Acts 13 8, but Elymas the sorcerer, for so is his name by interpretation, withstood them, seeking to turn away the deputy from faith. But thank God for the Spirit of God in Paul. Paul placed a curse on him be blind for his season. This is a stronghold. And in verse 11, verse 11, and now, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thee, and thou shalt be blind and not see the sun for a season. And immediately there fell on him a mist and a darkness, and he went about seeking some to lead him by the hand. And look at what happened because of that. In verse twelve, then the deputy, when he saw what was done, did what. You see, that is how to shape the devil. That is why you need to pray. The man believed when he saw the astonishing work of God. Why do we need to pray and what to pray for? We need to pray for open doors for the laborers. We need to pray for God to open doors in nations. A lot of nations have been shot against the gospel. A lot of hearts of men have been shot against the gospel. God needs to grant us access to those hearts. But it will not happen unless we pray for laborers, like Jesus said. In Mark 14, 14 to 15, Mark 14, 14 to 15, we saw Jesus there. He wanted to have Holy Communion, the Passover, in a room. All he needed to do, they go to this particular place, approach the man, tell him I need this house to use. And when they got there, that was it? That is the way God is going to make the gospel to be preached. To go to that, you remember what happened to Ethiopia Enoch. The man was he, was he must probably be moving in entourage. And the, only, the angel of God said Philip, join yourself with, with the chariots. And that was why the, the man called him. God needs to grant missionaries, grant Christians access to the heart of these people. We need to pray for that. What else do we pray for? We need to pray for harvest of nations, harvest of tribes, harvest of countries, of continents, harvest of villages for the Lord. How many Christian nations do we have today? Compared to how many Muslim nations we have. You know the statistics. Nations that were Christian nations before that say no, they are no longer Christian nations. What an abuse. We need to cry for that to change. And I'm sure before Jesus' Christ will come, that will change in the name of Jesus. I said that will change in the name of Jesus. You know why I know it will change? Because our God remains the same yesterday, today, and forever. Every other thing changes. But God remains unchanged. Mark my word. The world is crying gay today. By the time in the next couple of years, the same people will come and be crying. That if you are gay, this is the disease you're you going to have. You are going to die. Doctor will tell you, don't be gay again. They are coming. At the point they said, it's only the, the, the apnea that should be smoking. Now, when you are smoking, that means you are, you are the apnea guy. Didn't they say it? When they came again, they said, oh, if you smoke. Your lung will what? Collapse. They said it. Praise God. What else do we pray for? We need to pray for harvest of souls of our family members. I know each time you hear this, many of us, your heart will be panting. Hey, my father. Hey, my mother. Hey, my brother. And you are right. If you go to the scriptures, in Luke 16, 27-31, we saw there the story of Lazarus and the rich man. The two of them died, they got to heaven. Lazarus at the bosom of Abraham, the rich man, where? In hell. You know the story, let me just write it up. At the point, because of the torment the rich man was going through, what did he do? He begged Father Abraham, please send someone to the world to go and tell I have five brothers. I don't want those my five brothers to come to this hell where I am. I don't want them. to send someone to go and preach to them. And Abraham said, "No. Even if we send someone, if they can't listen to Moses and the prophet, sorry. If we send somebody from here, they will still not listen." I pray none of us will be lonely in heaven, in Jesus' name. Amen. When you get to heaven, you don't see your wife, God forbid. You don't see your children. You don't see your father, your mother. The brothers, whether you like it or not, is going to be painful. Are you with me? It is going to be painful. That is why we need to pray for them. That God will save their soul. Habits of our neighbors, our friends, and our colleagues. If you say you love your neighbor and you have chocolate in your hand, what will you do with your friend or your neighbor? you share it. it, Isn't it? The same with the gospel. You have people in your neighborhood, they are not yet saved. You need to pray for their salvation. Your friends, you need to pray for their salvation. Your colleagues in the office, you need to pray for their salvation. That's the prayer Jesus has said we should do. Until they are saved, we must not have rest of mind. In Romans 10:1 to 3, Brethren, my heart desire and the prayer to God is for Israel that they might be saved. That's the prayer of Paul. See, he my heart desire is I just want them to be saved. Why did he say that? For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God. And that is the passion I have for the people of this land. Now, I always say it. When you can't many hours a Muslim pray, pray in a day, many average Christians don't pray up to that. They pray five times a day, right? They have to prepare. They wash their sin. They themselves. Wash their hands, Wash their sin. They spend like five, ten minutes. Then they do, do the prayer. Minimum five minutes. How many many minutes is that? Fifteen. Fifteen times five. How many of us pray up to thirty minutes in a day? Yet, they are doing it in ignorance. That's how we need to pray for them. Cornelius was doing what he was doing ignorantly. But because of prayers that has gone ahead, God said, oh, Cornelius, I could see your faithfulness. You are doing this, but you are not doing it right. I'm going to send my servant to come and tell you what to do so that you will be a candidate going to heaven. So we need to pray for our neighbor, for our friends, for our colleagues. And finally, we to pray for the harvest of soul of political leaders in our countries, of business leaders. Many of us <laughs> have heard in this country where people who have been forced to join rituals in their company in Oman. There are business leaders that when it is time for them to do their rituals, they call Christians to join, and many Christians are joining them. Yes or no? Yes. Now imagine if such a man that has influence to make people worship his own God with him. If he's a Christian, what would he do? He will influence them to serve Jesus. They'll be having prayer meeting in office. Look at the case of the king. That God Arrested his soul when Daniel was put in the den of lions, and the man cried, the king cried, Daniel, Daniel, did your God who will say you are serving able to deliver you? And then they said, Yes, he has sent his angel to me. Wow! The man came out. <laughs> Let's look at what the man said. The king said when he came out in Daniel six twenty-seven. verse 26, let's go to 26. Daniel six twenty-six. Look at what the, the king said. Daniel 6, 26. I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom, men tremble and fear before the God of who? Daniel. For he is the living God and steadfast forever. And his kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed and his dominion shall be even unto the end. He delivereth and rescueth. Do you see testimony of an unbelieving king? <laughs> Testify of the goodness of God. So he delivereth and rescueth. He worked signs and wonders in heaven and in earth. Who had delivered Daniel from the power of Lion? He will deliver you in the name of Jesus. It would deliver everyone under the spell of the devil in the name of Jesus. Let's be on our feet. We are certain of. I'm sure you rested your back. Good? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. First Corinthians 15:10. First Corinthians 15:10. Let's have it, please. First Corinthians 15:10. Say, but by the grace of God, I am what I have. Let's read it together. We are all poor today. Want don't you go? But by the grace of God, I am what I have. And his grace, which you bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labor more abundantly. Hold on there. Hold on there. But I what? I labor more abundantly than they hold. And that is your prayer. Lord, I receive grace to labour more and more abundantly for souls. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Lord, I receive grace to labour more abundantly for souls. I receive grace to labour more abundantly for souls. I receive grace to labour more abundantly for souls. I receive grace to labour more abundantly for souls. In the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, I receive grace to labor more abundantly for souls. In the name of Jesus.
2: In the name of Jesus. In the mighty Thank name you. of Jesus, I receive grace to abundantly labor for more. For every, every, for, the, for the harvest in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's raise our voices. Let's raise our voices. We have come to pray. 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 Thank you, Jesus. But I remember more abundantly that I may receive all, that all, that all, all those who are in the harvest field shall come to Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. That all those who are in the harvest field, those who are in the vineyard, shall come to the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I just pray that we have more strength this night in order for us to propel through. I believe that uh, we are called. We are all called. Amen? Amen. We are all rebelers. Amen? Amen? And uh, through the precept that we have for this year, and that is from the Luke ten two, we want to pray for the rebelers. And as pastor led us, is that we are praying for God to revive his church and raise committed and hardworking laborers for the great harvest. And that is for the believers. Do we have believers in the house? For evangelists, do we have evangelists in the house? For missionaries, do we have missionaries in the house? And so we are the right people to pray this prayer. Amen. Amen. As we use Acts chapter 4, we may not uh, lead it through, but as we pray, we shall touch a few. Uh, we see a commitment, devotion, and burden that the John, Peter and John had. And through this, chapter 4, that story starts in chapter 3 about the man in the beautiful gate, and so, without much ado, I see the burden they had for the word that came to them that they have to preach this word in all the uh, in all the world and so, as the word came to us in the first of January this year, we may not. If at all there is not that burden in our hearts, if at all we are not burdened burdened with that desire to take that word and make it come to pass, then we may not have the commitment. Amen? And so I just want us to pray that God, may you give my heart the burden, the burden, the burden for your word as your word came so that I may win souls that I may win souls, that I may enter into that harvest and harvest souls for the Lord with that burden in the mighty name of Jesus. I just want you to and just want us to go before the Lord and just say that, God give me a burden, give me a heart of burden to the many souls that are suffering, to the many souls that are suffering out there, to the many who have not known you, Lord. Give me the burden, give me the burden, give me the weight of burden. Jesus carried the cross because of the burden we, we he had for us. Jesus carried that cross for the burden that he had for us. He had a compassion. He saw sheep with no shepherd. And so even as, as we are all called the believers, as we are called the evangelists, as we are all missionaries, may God give us that burden in our hearts as the word came to us on 1st January. And if at all you, you are not here on that 1st January, you have already had the preset of this year that may we pray for the rebaras uh in the uh, uh for the lord of harvest to put uh, to, to provide for rebaras you are a rebarer i am a rebarer may god give us that burden may god give you and me that burden may god give Tibo a left burden to go forth into that vineyard and with souls for him and and, and with those uh, lost souls for him in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We have a very short limited time, but I just want to clarify on this burden. Before I got saved, people were coming to my house to, uh, for, for, for fellowship. But I used to run off. I didn't want to stay in the fellowship. But they had the burden to see a brother Coming to Christ, I will not be standing here if those people did not have that burden upon my life. Amen. I just want you to focus on that person you are praying for, and just Lord, give me more burden on this person. Give me more burden upon uh, uh, upon Matthew. Give me that burden upon uh, 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 upon my workmates. Give me that burden upon my my, uh, uh, my 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 siblings. Give me that burden so that I may. Be committed to 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 winning that soul sir, for thy kingdom in the mighty name of Jesus. Give me that burden. Just focus on that person you are praying for. Lord, increase my burden for this man. Increase my burden for this woman. Increase my burden for this child. Increase my burden for this youth. In the mighty name of Jesus. Increase my burden for this uh, and uh, for this nation, for, for 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 the people in this land, uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And so, when you have a burden, there is a commitment. When you have a burden, when I have a burden, I have to be committed. We see that in 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 Peter, they were going to church that day to pray in 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 uh, uh, in um in chapter three, and. With that commitment, that's how they come into contact with this man in the beautiful gate. And because of that commitment, they, to, they were led to bring this man. Mind you, he was at the beautiful gate. Mind you, in the church, in that church, they were going to pray. There were people who were, had, had passed him through before. But they did not have that commitment. They don't have the burden. May we be we have been coming. We have been leaving those souls outside there, but if at all we don't have that burden, even if uh, an opportunity comes, we may not experience it, we may not get it. An opportunity came for them because they were committed. Lord, increase my commitment. We are saying revive. Mind you, our, our prayer is revived. So it is something that is there, but it is maybe has gone down. It needs to be revived. Lord, revive my commitment to your word this year, Lord. Revive my commitment to your word this year, Lord Jehovah Father. Revive my commitment as David Revive my commitment as David. Oh, somebody just pray. Just somebody just raise your voice. Revive my commitment as David. Oh, that I may, I, I may not miss out an opportunity. That I may not miss out an opportunity. In the mighty name of Jesus. Revive me as David, Lord. Revive me, Lord. Revive my me, Lord. Revive my heart, Lord. That I may, Joma Father, be committed to your word that came through your sermon this year, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. And so with that commitment, there was was work. And we are praying for hard work. That we may raise, that we may revive a church that is committed. A church that is hard working. Maybe uh, in Galatians say that, May we not be uh, that may, uh, let our let our um, uh, our energy may not go to other things but to the calling of, of the Lord for this year, Amen? Amen. And so we are not going to grow weary in, as in Galatians, but we are going to increase and, and and go forth. And so, Lord, where I am, I have been weary, Lord, of father, where. I have gone down. Revive me. I want to be a hard worker. I want to be hard work in your, in your, in your, in your vineyard. I want to be a hard worker in your vineyard. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want to be a hard work in the mighty, uh, I want to be, to do hard work in your vineyard. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And so just roughly as I going to finish, because we don't have much time, but I, I believe that we are going to be praying for the revival of our of our hearts, revival for our commitment, revival for our hard work. But one thing that caught me in that in that chapter four was the boldness in Peter that when he was faced with by the religious leaders, and they were told not to name, not, not to use that name. But I remember a scenario whereby somebody was praying for somebody in, back in Qatar and he, he, he reached a point of ending the prayer. And you know when you end a prayer, if you're a Christian for sure, you have to end it with that name. Amen? And so when he reached there, he, fo- he said, now if I end it with, uh, in Jesus' name, what will happen? But a prayer is not complete until that name is mentioned. Because at the mission of that name, that's where you win that heart. God, may you give me the boldness as you gave Peter, that I shall not be afraid to, ta- to name that name, name above every other name. By the mission of that name, the souls will come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, let's keep on praying, let's keep on praying that the souls, that, that at the mission of that name, Peter had the, had the, had the, had the, had the courage. Peter had the courage. May we also receive the courage and the boldness in the mighty name of Jesus.
3: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Shortly, we shall be continuing with our prayers. And in this section of prayers, we shall be praying for God to dislodge all spiritual and physical strongholds, hindering the great harvest, and to dismantle every personal resistance, national policies, territorial and religious ideologies, and every forces of wickedness contending against his church in this land. We shall be taking about two or three prayers to buttress and address this prayer point. First Corinthians chapter 16 verse 9 says, For a great door and effectual, is open before me, and there are many adversaries. For every great door of harvest, there are new devils. That is why we shall be dislodging them tonight. And we shall be saying after me, O oh Lord, I take up the weapon of fire, the weapon of the word of God, and the weapon of the blood of Jesus, against every satanic stronghold." Hindering the great harvest in this land. And I crush every opposition in high and low places that are opposing the move of God in the name of Jesus. Now turn it to prayer, I begin to pray. Oh God, I take up the weapon of fire against every opposition. I take up the weapon of the word of God against every satanic opposition. I take up the weapon of the blood of Jesus against every opposition that are contending against the word of God in this land, that are contending against the move of God in this land. I take up the weapon of the blood, and by the blood I subdue them all. Every opposition in high places, every opposition in low places, contending the word of God, I take up the weapon of fire against you. I take up the weapon of the blood. The Bible said, but they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, by the weapon of the blood, I subdue every opposition. I subdue you tonight. 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 I I dismantle every powers of opposition, opposing the world in this land, in this land, in this land, in Jesus Mighty name, we are praying. Psalm 68 verse one says, "Let God arise and let His enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate thee flee before thee." In Micah chapter seven verse 70, the Bible said, "They shall lick the dust like a serpent, they shall move out of their holes like worms of the earth. They shall be afraid of the Lord our God, and they shall fear because of Thee." What is the prayer? We shall be saying, Oh Lord arise." And dismantle every satanic opposition. Every national policies. Every form of territorial and religious policies. Religious ideologies. That are contending against your purpose. In this land. In the name of Jesus. Bring all to captivity. And total submission to your will. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now turn it to prayer. Pray, pray, pray. Oh Lord, arise. Dismantle every satanic opposition, every satanic resistance, national policies, and all forms of territorial and religious ideologies contending against the purpose of the church in the land. Bring all to captivity. Bring all to submission to your will. My Father, my Father, arise by your power. Arise by your power. Arise by your power. Dismantle every satanic ideologies. Dismantle every satanic powers that are resisting your word in the land. By your fire, Lord. Arise, arise, arise. Let them fear before you. Let them fear before you. Let them be afraid before you. Let them tremble before you. In the name of Jesus, your word said, they shall lick the dust as a serpent. They shall move out of their holes like worms. They shall be afraid before the Lord our God. They shall fear because of thee. My Father, my God, every satanic powers, every forces of the enemy that are bringing up policies against the word of God, against the move of God in this land. Let them fear before you and let them turn to you, my Father. Let them turn to you in submission. Let them turn to you in submission. Let them turn to you in submission. In the mighty name of Jesus. Labo Every powers of the devil Every satanic policies Every forces of the enemy resisting your word Arise and scatter them Arise and scatter them Arise and scatter them Arise and scatter them Dismantle Lord Dismantle my father Every satanic opposition Dismantle them Every personal resistance, every national policies, all forms of territorial and religious ideologies contending your word, arise by fire, arise by fire, arise by fire. My father, arise, dismantle them, dismantle them, scatter them without remedy. Let none of them stand. Let the Lord hear your voice tonight. Open your mouth, pray, 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 pray. Say, Lord, every satanic opposition against your purpose in the land, let them be dismantled. Let them be scattered. Let them be scattered. Let them be swallowed up. Let them be swallowed up. None shall be standing. By the time we are through tonight, none shall be standing. Every satanic policies, we command them to be annulled. Let them be nullified. In the name of Jesus, every power contending your word. Every satanic dispositions we nullify them tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, my father. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. Ezekiel 25:17. And we execute great vengeance. Somebody say great vengeance. Amen. Upon them with furious rebukes. And they shall know that I am the Lord. When I shall lay my vengeance upon them. Hallelujah. Isaiah 49:25 says. But thus says the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away. And the prey of the terrible shall be saved. He said, I will contend with him that contended with thee. And I will save thy children. Now, what is the prayer? Say after me, O Lord, execute vengeance speedily. And contend with every forces of wickedness. Contending against your church. And the prophetic destiny of your people. In this land. In the name of Jesus. Now open your turn to prayer. Oh Lord arise. My father execute great vengeance. Execute great vengeance. Against every satanic powers. Against every forces of the devil. Contending against your church, Every powers of wickedness. Contending against your people in the land. Arise. Arise. Arise, 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 arise. As a cue cool vengeance, as a cool vengeance, as a cool vengeance without remedy. Let them be scattered, let them be dismantled in the name of Jesus. Every forces of wickedness contending against your church and the prophetic destiny of your people, Lord, dismantle them as a cool vengeance, as a cool vengeance tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. He has heard us. He has heard us. What do we owe him tonight? First Corinthians 15:57. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Lift up your voice, say, Father, we thank you for the great victory you have delivered to us tonight. Executing vengeance against every forces of wickedness. Contending against your war in the land, we are grateful to you, Father. We worship your holy name. We bless your holy name. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise for the victory you are giving us tonight over every powers of the enemies. In the name of Jesus.
4: In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed.
3: In Jesus' name we have prayed.
4: It's wonderful to be here. It's wonderful, and we're praying. We're not yet there. We're not yet there. So, in this session, I was about to start and the Lord gave me a word for someone. And that word is, seek ye first the kingdom of God and every other thing shall be added unto you. I don't know who it is, but that's a word from God to you. So, you're not here in vain. You're here for a purpose and God will meet you at your point of need. Praise the Lord. We're going to be praying for open doors. Open doors. Open doors for the harvest to come in. You know, and there's something particular about doors. Doors, there's somebody on that side and there's somebody on this side. And the person on this side has to do something. The person on the other side too has to do something. If the person on the other side locks the door, there's no way he can come in. If the other guy opens the door and you don't walk in, you can't go in. But one thing that is very important, one person gives the open doors. And that's our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Without him, we shall not have any open doors. And as pastors just said, we have to pray into it. We have to pray into the open doors. We're living in a dispensation of open doors as it is. It is. If you look around you, God's doing a lot of things. There are open doors, but we have not tapped into it. Praise the Lord. And one typical example in the Bible is in Acts 10, the centurion that we have there. You know, there's so much. We're going to use that as an anchor to pray, okay? There are so many things we can get into there because from the centurion, the words went to the Gentiles. It went out. And there were two characters there, okay? Peter and the centurion. You know, the first thing was the centurion was in the spirit, okay? He was giving his arms, he was praying. At that same time, okay? He feared God. Then in the process, he had a divine visitation praise the lord divine visitation that was ordained that was ordained we're in a place where people need the divine visitation of god they need something to stir them up in the spirit and then they will come out and say we're looking for this we want this door open for these people to come in Okay? So that's our first prayer point. That, Lord, I want you to visit the people of this land. I want you to visit these people that they will open their doors to us. Lift up your voices and say, Father Lord, we ask, Lord, that they shall not have rest. They shall not have rest in their in, in their bodies, in their homes, until they open their doors to the gospel. The way the centurion did not have any rest... The way this this city was visited by an angel, Father Lord, we pray that the people of this land, Lord, that you will visit them, Father Lord. They will open their homes. They will open their doors. They will open their families, Father Lord, to receive the word, Father Lord. May they be having a stirring. Whether it might be a challenge they're facing or looking for solution, Father Lord, we ask, Lord, that they will open their hearts. They will open their hearts to us, Father Lord. In our work areas, Father Lord, we ask for open doors. Father Lord, in our homes, in our communities, we ask for open doors. We ask for divine visitation. Divine visitation on all of these people. Divine visitation in our own places, Father Lord. That they will open their hearts to the Word. Father Lord. Thank you, Daddy Lord. Thank you, Daddy. In Jesus' name we have prayed. It's because of the Lord, that's why the centurion was there. That's why the angel visited him. So that's why I say God needs to kickstart this thing. God needs to start this thing For us to be able to walk through. Okay? Now, the only thing is he got a message. He got a message. And which was to obey. Okay? Go and look for Peter. And come back. And you find out what he said. He says, And when the angel spoke to him, he departed. Cornelius called two of his household and servants and divorced soldiers from among those who waited on him continually. So when he explained all this to him, he sent them to Joppa. He sent them to Joppa. Immediately. This was verse 7 to 8. And then we need obedience on our own part. Okay? Then he, this was Peter's 23. Then he invited them in and lodged them. On the next day, Peter went away and some brethren from Joppa accompanied him. Obedience two ways. The centurion obeyed. Peter obeyed. No matter the open doors that we have, if we don't obey, we can all go through. If we don't walk through there's nothing you can do. The door is just there open for you. But we need obedience. We need obedience from the, seat, from the angle of the people, and we need obedience ourselves for doors to be opened unto us. If you don't obey you, there's no way you'll be able to know. God will ask you to knock on a certain door. If you don't knock on that door, how will it be opened for you? If God asks you to go where? wherever he wants you to go to, if you don't go, there's no way that door will open for you. If you're discussing with somebody and God actually you, open your mouth and ask him about this situation, if you don't open your mouth, there is no way that door will open for you. So we need to obey. So let's pray that. Let's tell my verse. Lord, give me the grace to obey your word at every point that I walk. That Father Lord, I pray for the grace for obedience, Father Lord. I pray for the grace of obedience. In whatever I do, Father Lord, I pray that, Lord, I will obey you. I will obey you. I will obey you, Father Lord. That when you speak to me, Father Lord, I will hear. When you speak to me, Lord, I will hear. Lord, I will hear you. I will not doubt your word, Father Lord. Lord, I will listen to you. I will obey everything you have said to me. In Jesus' name we have prayed. The next thing is, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's very important. It's very important for open doors for us as a church, as individuals. If you have noticed the pattern in the churches, people are being asked to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Why are we saying about that? Because you find that the centurion himself was already filled with the Spirit. Peter was already filled with the Word. If you're not filled with the Word, you will not know your open door. You cannot walk to it. You cannot know what God is asking you to do. So if you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit, pray that God will visit you. That you walk in the Holy Spirit. And if you're baptized with the Holy Spirit. Pray that you will not grieve the Holy Spirit. That he he will leave you. Just ask for for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Father Lord, I pray. Father Lord, a new refilling. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, Father Lord. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, Father Lord. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, Father Lord. Father Lord, I pray for my brethren. Father Lord, I pray for anybody, Father Lord, that does not have the power of the Holy Spirit, that does not have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Father Lord. Lord, we ask that you receive it now. Receive it now. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. One of the things is also is boldness. I was coaching my football team today and there was a small goal, very small goal, and somebody had the ball with him and he just kicked it out didn't score you have an open door and you don't score what have you done god has opened a door for you and you have not scored but peter as soon as he got there what did you ask me to come for peter did not waste time he went straight to the word and he gave the word we asked for boldness so lift up your voice and say father give me the boldness give me the boldness father lord to walk through my open door Father Lord, I pray for boldness. I pray for boldness today. Father Lord, give me boldness, Father Lord. To walk, to walk through the door that you have opened for me. To walk through the door, Father Lord. Give me the courage. Give me the boldness. Just pray that the Lord will also give you the right word in due season. That you will be filled with the word. If you notice, Peter went there. He didn't didn't need to go back to his notes. He knew the words that he wanted to give. Father Lord, fill me with your word. Fill me with your word. As I go out, Father Lord, fill me with your word, Father Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. We're just touching this prayer but we're going to use two nations as a source of contact. That the doors will be opened for Christians there to preach the word. North Korea. Saudi Arabia. Why do I say North Korea? And why do I say Saudi uh, Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia, I'm saying it because that's the heart of Islam. You would have seen that things are changing socially. And that is the beginning of an open door for us. And it's for us to walk through. Number two, you talk about North Korea. The largest amount of Christians or churches in the world, you have found in South Korea they have given a lot of missionaries. But a door has just been closed. Just a single border. If that border has been opened, we will have an open door. So we're going to use those two nations as a source of contact that in the next couple of years, We'll have access. I know there are Christians there on the ground, but we'll have access to those countries. We'll have access. We'll have an open door to those countries. Father, Lord, we lift up the nations of North Korea. Father, Lord, into Your hands. Father, Lord, and Saudi Arabia into Your hands. Father, Lord. Lord, we ask for open doors for those countries. We ask for the hearts of those countries. We ask for the hearts of those countries. We ask for the souls of that country. Father, Lord. Lord, as things are changing in the physical, Father, Lord, we pray, Lord, that things have already started changing the spiritual. Father, Lord. Lord, we pray for access for missionary, we pray for access for Christians Father Lord on a daily basis Father Lord that your word will be preached Father Lord and lives will be changed Father Lord Lord we're praying this continually Father Lord Lord we ask Lord that you'll do this for us thank you Daddy Lord for in Jesus name we have prayed I think uh, one of our brethren said I know your works i have set for you open door and no one can shut for you have a little strength I've kept my word and not denied my name We have open doors, but we have to be very careful. They don't get shot. They don't get shot on us. There was open doors in Turkey. Turkey are shut. Open doors in Nigeria, it can shut. If we don't take into it, if we don't walk into it. So let's say, Father... Every door that has been opened unto me shall remain open. According to your words in Revelation, it said no man can shut, Father Lord. Lord, we pray that every door you have opened to your children in this land, Father Lord. Lord, they shall not remain shut. They shall not remain shut. They shall not remain shut, Father Lord. Lord, every single door you have opened for us, Father Lord. Lord, we pray, Father Lord, they shall remain open to us. They shall remain open to us. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Lastly, I won't leave here. Without one prayer point. Take it to the Lord. As you have prayed for open doors for nations, ask the Lord to open a door for you. And as he opens a door for you, it's according to what you will do for him. Praise the Lord. Do you understand my understanding prayer? Let the door open to you for something that you will do to him. That's the way you, you will pray and the Lord will grant it. Just one minute before my time is on. Father Lord, I pray for open doors for myself. Whatever situation you're going through, just pray for open doors. Pray for open doors. That, that op- door will open. That you will be able to bring the harvesting for him. Whatever it is, tie it to the harvest. If it's a job you're looking for, tie it to the harvest. If it's a visa you're looking for, tie it to a harvest. Tie it to the harvest of the Lord. That the Lord opens this door for you. You will do what you're required to do in this year season of harvest. Thank you, Daddy Lord. Thank you, Daddy Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Lord, we ask, Lord, that you keep these doors open to us, Father Lord. And you create doors for us, Father Lord. And Lord, may we notice these doors, Father Lord. Thank you, Daddy Lord. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed.
5: Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for open doors, O Lord. Father, we thank you that you are leading open hearts, O Lord God. Even as you've created open doors, lead us to open hearts in the name of Jesus. And as hearts are open, let heavens open above in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. We are going to be praying for leaders and the people and the residents of this land. That God would touch them. That God would harvest, bring a harvest from them now before we start praying i just want us to recap something that happened in this region around uh, 600 bc when nebuchadnezzar was one of the most influential men in middle east and the the trend at those times was if you capture a country capture the king capture their gods and make them a display. Right? And then, this man was doing that, and he was doing even more, and he went even more step ahead, and he said, now, I'm going to erect a statue of myself, and everybody is called to worship. He went into the heights of tyranny. He went into heights of creating laws. Remember, he was first a general, a prince, and then he became king. Now, that is the trend that we see in this region and even in many other countries, and we are going to pray specifically for that. He went on till he found a resistance, and after that resistance, his whole outlook changed. And that's where the first prayer that we are going to pray is, God, every challenger to your name, Cause him to be a proclaimer in the name of Jesus. I'll tell you why. Because when he put... You all know that story. When he put Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego into the furnace. He had one question. When they said they will not bow. In Daniel 3 verse 15. He asked one question. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Who is the God... Who will deliver you from my hands. That's the voice of some of the tyrannical leadership in this region nowadays. Who is the God who can deliver people from this oppression? And that same voice in Daniel 3 verse 29 says, There is no other God who can deliver like this. There is no other God who can deliver like this. And that is what we are going to pray concerning the leaders around this Middle East. Let's pray, church. Let's pray. Father, every voice of oppression, every voice of authority that uses oppression, that creates laws, that challenge your authority, Lord, let those same challengers be turned into proclaimers of your name in the name of Jesus. Father, turn every voice of oppression into voices of confirmation, into voices of confession of your glory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, turn their hearts, O Lord God. Because your word says, Your heart, your hand holds the heart of kings, and it turns like a watercourse. Lord, turn their hearts. Turn their hearts, O Lord God. In your mercy, turn their hearts. Reveal your glory in the midst of their place of influence. In the name of Jesus. Nebuchadnezzar thought that he had power in Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar thought he had his whole power in the furnace but God said I am the God above the furnace I am the God in the midst of the fire Lord reveal your power in the midst of the fire in the midst of oppression reveal your power O Lord in the name of Jesus Lord let every authority know the authority of your name in the name of Jesus let every rule of law know the power of your name in the name of Jesus let every force of oppression know the power of your name in the name of Jesus. Pray, church. Pray. Pray that leaders will know the power of the name of Jesus in this land, in this region. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray you will touch the hearts of leaders, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. The other thing that we are going to pray is God around the leaders... Create voices of influence. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said one thing. Nebuchadnezzar, you have a question who will deliver? We have the answer. Our Lord will deliver. Yet, not even if He does not deliver, know us by our faith. Now, that frustrated him because he says in verse 28: He said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Who sent his angel and delivered his servants, who trusted in him, and they have frustrated the king's world. So, a voice of influence that touches their heart, that touches their mind, that challenges their authority. There, ask God that God would place such voices of influence. It might irritate them, but it will turn their hearts towards God. We are going to pray and ask God for that. God around every influential person in this region, in the GCC, in the Gulf, in the land of Oman, Lord, place your voice. Place a person of voice of your influence in their midst in the name of Jesus. Father God, that you would place a zone of your influence, a voice of your influence, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let's, let's hold on. One more prayer. We are going to turn that prayer around. We are going to turn that prayer around. God, make my voice a voice of influence. You know, there was a servant lady in the house of Naaman, a slave girl. Nobody thought she could do anything, but she could bring Naaman to know the glory of God. If that can be the portion of that girl, why not? Can't God use you and me? God, use my voice as a voice of influence in the high places, in the name of Jesus. Lord, let my voice count in this land for your kingdom, in the name of Jesus. Lord, let my voice count in this land for your kingdom, in the name of Jesus. Lord, let my voice count in this land, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Ezekiel 11 verse 6. Ezekiel 11, verse 6, 16. If somebody is there before me, you may read. Yes. Yes, even if they are scattered, I will be a sanctuary in their midst. That's what the Lord said for the, for the Jews who were scattered. Now, many Christians are facing oppression in this land. They are being scattered. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had boldness because they found God as their sanctuary in their midst, even if they were scattered. We are going to pray a quick prayer. Every Christian scattered in this land... Every missionary scattered in this land. Lord, be a sanctuary in their midst. Build them up in boldness. Build them up in your presence. Let your presence be with every scattered person. Every person going through tribulation. Every person going through persecution. Lord, let your presence be with them. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. My last prayer point. Philip was scattered. If you look at Acts 8. Philip was scattered, but when he, scat- when he was scattered, he went and preached Christ to Samaria. And when Samaria heard it, the Bible says, people clung on to his word. We've been praying that over here. Let people's heart be open. Let's pray, God. As your word is preached in this land, let people cling on to your word. The word says, people heeded to the word voice of Christ, Philip, and everybody surrendered. So we are going to pray, God, let the nations, let the people, let the inhabitants of this land cling on to your word. As the gospel is proclaimed in this land, let the people of this land cling on to your word in the name of Jesus. And and the word says there was great joy in Samaria. Lord, let there be great joy in the cities of the Middle East in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed.
6: Amen. In the beginning of the year, God has revealed to our leadership the harvest field. And today, in order, God is revealing unto all of us where the harvest field is. In this way, the next thing which we are going to pray for is for our family members. God to harvest all our family members that are yet to be saved. Amen? When I joined this company, after six months, they said, our sponsor is going on leave. The next day, they said, his wife is going on leave. I was a little bit puzzled, but then maybe I thought, Maybe they are having different appointment. Because of that, she might have postponed the journey. The third day, they said, the children are traveling on leave. Then I, it puzzled me because I never heard. Then I asked my immediate boss, why is that they are going on a different dates? Is it that they are going to different places? Why is that? Then he asked me surprisingly, don't you know? I said, I don't know. Then the answer which he told me surprised me for a lifetime because they say, he said, they go separately because if anything happens to one member of their family, the remaining people will be there to enjoy their wealth, to assess their wealth. This is real. Later on, I realized the business community, the Omanis of Omani businessmen of Indian origin, all of them follow the same strategy. Isn't it sad when we? I come from a country where, if an accident, if I am left alone, I pray to God that I should have also been died in that accident. But whereas here. Even a family member's death, still they want to acquire the wealth. That is the reality. So the, Satan has blinded by the riches of this world that they are not concerned about their immediate family members. Leave alone the relatives. These are immediate family members. So many of us are having still family members yet to be saved, isn't it? If you're not having, I praise God, you can pray for us who are having, still members have to be saved. But for us today, the Lord has given, sounded an alarm and given a wake-up call. In Luke 16, 27 and 28, We read, then he said, I pray thee therefore, father, that thou would send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into the place, come into this place of torment. The parable of rich man and the beggar Lazarus. Okay? Was that this prayer answered? Was this prayer answered? No. Why? It is not that God doesn't want to answer this prayer, but the time of prayer was too late. Lord, let us pray that we won't be put in this situation after this wake-up call. Because many of us, many of us comfortably proclaim a promise that Acts 16.31 says, And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. This is not an automatic process. If you are saved, your household will not be saved automatically. In that context, in that verse, it says that if you and your household believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, then you will be saved. Okay? So they should believe. How they can believe if they cannot hear? How they can hear if we cannot speak unto them? So let us start with us. As the word of God came in the beginning, God shall not commit himself unless we comply with him. So we we start with us that we ask the Holy Spirit to empower us to speak boldly unto all our brethren, all our parents, relatives, so that the message starts from us. So pray for the boldness of us to speak to our family members. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, have mercy on us, O Father. Lord, thank you for waking us up, O Lord, in this hour, O Father, Lord God, with this truth, O Father, Lord God. Forgive us, O Master, for our inactiveness, O Father, so that, O Lord, so far we have not claimed your word, O Master, unto our family members, O Father, Lord God. Give us a grace, O Lord, Holy Spirit. Empower us, O Master, so that, O Lord, boldly we can share unto them, O Father, about your goodness, about your word, O Father, Lord God, about our salvation, O Father, what we rejoice, O Father, Lord God, in in your presence, O Father, Lord God. Lord Jesus we thank you father thank you father before it is too late o oh father before it is too late o oh father empower us o oh master lord god let us speak unto them o oh father lord god master we praise you we praise you we thank you father <coughs> in jesus name we pray amen also let's pray that even though if we share the word of god satan has blinded their eyes with the worldly riches and some other promises of this world, wealthiness. So let us pray that God shall remove the scale which is blocking them to hear the word of God and to believe in Jesus Christ shall be removed and cast away from them. Okay, let us pray the power of God, open their eyes of understanding, O oh Father. Lord, the scales which are blocking them, O oh Father, the power, the position, the, uh, the wealth of this world, O oh Father. Lord, we ask you to, O oh Master, remove from them, O oh Father, Lord God, so that, O oh Lord, we will be able to, O oh Master, hear your word and heed your word, O oh Father, Lord God. Holy Spirit, minister unto them, O oh Father, Lord God. We thank you. We praise you, Father, Lord God. We give you glory, we give you honor and praise, oh Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Also, let's pray that once it has been told unto them, let the Holy Spirit kindle their hearts and soften their hearts so that they will yield to the word of God. Amen. Amen. The word which we have sown into their hearts, let it not fall on the rocky ground, but Lord shall make a way so that it shall be uh, fallen on the fertile ground of their heart. God can do that. Let's pray. Let's pray to the God of harvest. Oh, Lord, we pray. Oh, Father, Lord, God, the whatever the word that they have heard, oh, Master, Lord, let it fall on the fertile soil of their hearts, O Father, Lord God. And, O Master, it grow and yield, O Father. Let them yield to your word, O Father, Lord God, so that, O Master, they will be saved, O Father. We rejoice, O Father, Lord God. O yes, O Master, we comply, O Father, Lord God, with your word today, O Father, Lord God, so that, O Lord, you will be saving them in the name of uh, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. God is not I mean, he he is not a a promise uh, he is not a liar. He will keep his promise. Okay, even though that prayer was not answered because it was too late, but God says in 2 Peter 2, uh, 2, 9 sorry, 3, 9, it says, the Lord is not slack like concerning his promise as some men count slackness but is long suffering to us word not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance amen so the, uh, god will do it okay only thing is that we have to pray that is our part okay so let let's pray that God will send the laborers unto them so that they shall hear in their lifetime the word of God and we shall rejoice along with them to the Lord, Lord of salvation. Amen? Let's pray. (coughs) Hallelujah, Master. Lord, we thank you, O Father. Thank you, Father, for your long-suffering, O Father, Lord God, towards us, O Father. And, O Lord, your will that no one should perish, but all should come to repentance, O Father. Lord, let us quicken our hearts, and O Lord, be uh, praying unto you, O Father, Lord God, so that you shall send the laborers unto them, O Father, and they shall hear your word, and they shall be saved, and in, together we will say, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.
7: church let us be in the attitude of prayer we are going to pray for a couple of things that is we are going to pray for our friends our colleagues our neighbors and also our enemies one thing i want to tell that we are in this prayer house our prayer is going to change somebody's life so pray that you have never prayed before pray like that you have never prayed before so pray with burden. Pray with faith. Pray with all that you have. So close our eyes. Let us pray. Before praying, just let us breathe. Everybody knows who is our friends. Everybody has close friends. The person who we love as our own soul is our friends. Then who is the enemy? The Bible says in Romans 11, 29 to 32 if you read as regard of gospel once we were disobeyed to him because of his grace that we are saved so as now in the same place our friends, colleagues, neighbors are they are our enemies because they are disobedient to the sin nothing else so let us pray, church close our eyes let us pray firstly we are going to pray for one thing that is the spirit of ignorance They always think that it is my strength, it is my knowledge, it is my wisdom that sustains me in this world. That nothing else. Why should I need a God? Why should I need somebody to guide my life? That is the question that is bubbling about from their mind. Let us pray especially for the spirit of ignorance. Lord, I pray for the spirit of ignorance. I cast out every spirit of ignorance in my friend's circle, O Father Mighty God. Lord, in my neighbors, O Father, mighty God. Lord, in my colleagues' lives, O Father, mighty God. That every spirit of ignorance, ignorance towards the sin, ignorance towards the God, O Father, mighty God. Lord, I cast out in the name of Jesus, O Father. Lord, let it flee from those people, O Father, mighty God. Lord, I come against that spirit, O Father, mighty God. Yes, Jesus. Lord, help us in this, O Father, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Lord, by your name, O Father mighty God, I cast out every spirit of ignorance in the name of Jesus, O Father. Lord Church, as we pray for the spirit of ignorance, let us also understand the spirit of understanding is going to bring the discernment between good and evil. Until or unless they have the spirit of understanding, they cannot discern what is good and evil. Let us pray also for spirit of understanding so that the faith, the mustard seed faith will ...come out from their heart. Yes, Jesus. Lord, I also pray, O Father, mighty God, ...the spirit of understanding will flow upon them, O Father, Lord. In my friends, in my neighbor, yes, mighty God. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Lord, your spirit of understanding, Lord, Proverbs says that, O Father, spirit of understanding will guard their hearts, O Father. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Those who are astray in spirit will come to understanding in the name of Jesus, O Father. Holy Spirit, help us, O Father, mighty God. Just continue to pray. Don't give up. Continue to pray for your friends. Continue to pray for your neighbors. Continue to pray for your colleagues. Yes, this is an opportunity. Don't miss out. Yes, Lord. As you pray for spirit of understanding, in John 4, the word of God says, there is a change in the source from well to the living water. So God will turn around their source. Whatever they thought all these days that what they have sustained in this life in this world is true is not going to be true anymore because there is a source change from will to Jesus, the living water. Let us pray for this change. Yes, Jesus. Lord, I pray, O oh Father, mighty God, you will change the source, O oh Father, Lord. My Lord, whatever their strength that they are depending upon, whatever the wealth they are depending upon, Whatever the knowledge and wisdom they are depending upon, O oh Father. Lord, from that source, they will change to the living water, oh, mighty God. Yes, Jesus. Lord, change their hearts, oh, Father, mighty God. Lord, plough their hearts, oh, Father, Lord. This is the year of harvest. Give us these souls unto our hands, oh, Father, Lord, for your kingdom of glory. Yes, Jesus, for your kingdom of heaven. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Thank you for answering our prayers, oh, Father, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Church, as we are... Go- We are praying for the source change. We are continuing to pray for a divine appointment. In John 4, it clearly says, Jesus said to their disciples, I must go. There is a need that God himself has to present in that place. That is why he went to meet Samaritan woman. And also, it clearly says, Jesus himself revealed to her In verse 26 and 39, twice, he said to Samaritan women, Jesus himself revealed to her. There are certain souls that we cannot reach. Only God himself will reach. It's a divine appointment for that lady. Through that lady, the entire village has come to the kingdom of God. Let us not give up. Let this divine appointment will be the portion in our friend's circle, in our colleague's circle, in our neighbor circle, yes Jesus Lord I pray, this year will be the divine appointment for this soul so Father mighty God, Lord you yourself oh Father Lord reach out and you will reveal yourself mightily oh Father Lord mighty God, as a Lord and Savior of this world oh Father Lord yes Jesus, yes Lord yes Jesus, visit their lives oh Father, visit their hearts oh Father mighty God, yes Jesus do something new in their lives oh Father yes Lord, yes Jesus church pray, pray, pray yes Lord and lastly in this chapter John 4 it says that God will raise up worshippers of spirit and truth that this will be the gift for this year from our friends and colleagues and neighbors so God will specially give this gift for this year souls let us pray Thank you, Jesus, for this gift. Lord, Lord, thank you, Lord, for rising the worshipers in spirit and truth, oh, Father, Lord, for your kingdom of heaven. In my friend circle, oh, Father, Lord. In my neighbors.
1: Yes, Jesus. Thank
7: you, Lord. Thank you for this wonderful gift that you are going to give, oh, Father.
1: Thank you, Lord.
7: Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. As we are praying, we are going to pray for the witness. We are the witness of Christ. When the Samaritan woman heard about Jesus, whatever Jesus told to her, that she has not kept quiet. And she went and told twice to, to, to those villagers that what, that man has told everything about me, what I ever did. She has not told that because of my situation or anything else. She told, I ever did. That this is the witness. Once I was blind, that now I am healed. We are the witness for these people. Through our witness of this Christ, that these people will come to the kingdom of heaven. Church, pray. This year, I will live a lifestyle of Christ. This year, I will behave like Christ. This year, I will pray like Christ. This year, I will preach the gospel with boldness like Christ. This year, I will, I will receive the souls for the kingdom of heaven. This year, with all my heart, my soul, with my strength, I will serve for Jesus to harvest the souls. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for enabling us. Thank you, Lord. And lastly, in the chapter, last two verse, it says, whatever you speak in faith today, there is a miracle tomorrow. That's what happened in that official life. When official met, I told divine appointment, the reason is, down the line, if you see the six verse, when the official came to heal his son, Jesus didn't go there. That's why I told. Because Jesus knows the faith of each people. So now, whatever we are going to speak in faith today, in our friends, neighbors, and colleagues' life, that is going to change their lives for tomorrow. That is why this prayer is very must Close your eyes and pray sincerely, church. Lord, I speak in faith today, O Father. They will receive the living water. They will receive the savior of this world, O Father, mighty God. Yes, Jesus, what you have come for, O Father, Lord, that will be fulfilled, O Father, Lord, in their lives, O Father. Lord, in all our faith, O Father, mighty God, we reap these souls in faith, O Father, mighty God. Before this year, O Father, there will be a turnaround in their lives, O Father, mighty Lord. Lord, we reap all soul, so the souls, of Father, Lord, for your kingdom of heaven, O oh, Father, mighty God. In mighty Jesus' name we have prayed. In mighty Jesus' name we have prayed.
1: Thank you. Let's clap together for Jesus. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Let's go on our feet and let's sing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do something new in my life. Something new. In my life, something new in my life. Today, do something new, do something new in my life. Something new in my life, something new in my life. life, Today, hallelujah, do something new in my life something new in my life something new in my life oh
0: Lord do something new in my life something new in my life something new in my life oh Lord do Something new in my life. Something new in my life. Something new in my life. Oh.
1: Need to just say unto God, what is that new thing that you want him to do in your life? What is that new thing you want him to do in your home? What is that new thing that you are really, really thirsty of? What is that request that is burning in your heart? Pour it out unto him. You have cried unto him concerning his kingdom. You have the right now to cry unto him. What is that area of your life that needs urgent attention? What is that area of your life that needs urgent attention? Cry unto him, he said, Call unto him me and I will answer you. Call unto me and I will answer you, and I will show you greater mighty things. We don't know it not. The God with whom there is no impossibility, all oh, that you will show hope O oh God, concerning the case of everyone who has done the sound of my voice this evening. Every pain in the heart of your children, Jesus, step in and remove the pain. Every mountain blocking the way of your children. From so moving to their next level, from possessing their possession, I command the man to move now in the name of Jesus. Every secret chest of your children. Baba, because these your children have come tonight to cry to you. Every secret chest of God. I command, wipe up completely. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I can please take your seat, but don't sleep. Don't sleep. Because this is a critical house. I will allow you to sit. I want you to pray. You are going to stand up. Isaiah 30, 23. The promise of the year. Isaiah 30, 23. Then he will give the rain for your seed. With which you sow the ground, and the bread of increase of the earth, it will be fat and plentiful. (laughs) Did you hear that? It will be fat and plentiful. Let me see you do your hand. How will your blessing be? My hand is more than yours, right? Amen. Praise God. It will be fat and plentiful. In that day, your cattle will feed. Again, in large pasture. Now, what does rain for your seed mean? It means outpouring. One, well, it means two things. Physical rain and spiritual rain. We're Talking about spiritual rain, talking about outpouring of the Holy Spirit. No more dryness. No more low time. That means you become a principality for the devil. <laughs> and one of my pastors said, he said, we had the principalities in town. How many principalities do we have here? You know you are a principality. <laughs> you, don't, you, you didn't get it. The enemy are supposed to be running away from you. Are you with me? Because you carry fire. That's what it means. When of course, when you are going to your village, you are hiding. Those witches are supposed to be running when they hear you are coming. If you truly carry the fire, the rain of the Holy Ghost. That's what we are saying. And it has been promised unto you and I. When Peter was preaching in Acts chapter 2. It was quoting Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, said the Lord, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, including you, amen. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Now, when God gives you this loaded gift that you can see visions, you can dream dreams, which dream will you dream first? Is it my own dream? Your dream. So the gift is actually for whom first? For you. Many people think, well, okay, well, let, let's pray for the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's for pastors only. Well, that is Old Testament. New Testament, you are supposed to be empowered. When that devil comes to torment you in the dream, and you wake up, oh, I need to call pastor. No. you're supposed to stand up and slap the devil in the face. Let me see you slap that devil in the face. You didn't catch him. You didn't catch him. I said slap the devil in the face. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is it. Because you are a child of God. So I have given you power and authority to tread upon serpent. That is who you are in Christ. And that is one of the things the rain is going to do. Rest on your feet and let's pray. Say, Father, Baptize every member of this church. With your spirit afresh. The spirit of service. The spirit of commitment. The spirit of prayerfulness. The spirit of soul winning. Pour it upon us afresh. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Lord, we need a fresh fire. A fresh outpouring of the Holy Ghost. That will make us to become more prayerful to win souls more for you to be more united to serve you like never before to have the gift of the holy spirit say baptize baptism with the gift of the holy spirit let there be rain of signs and wonders in our midst let there be rain of signs and wonders in our midst let there be rains of signs and wonders in our midst in the name of jesus In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Now the second prayer, I don't see that yet. Psalms 92, verse 19. No, verse 12. That is the physical rain. I'm sure you're going to pray better now. Psalm 92, verse 12. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. You know, rain means no more dryness in your life. Did you hear that? When God pours his rain on you, no more what, dryness, then you begin to flourish. That's what it means. So it says, Psalm 92, verse 12, the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. Where I came from, we have palm tree, not the type you have here. Everything on that palm tree is used for something, from the root up to the leaf. We use even the leaf to sweep. Everything about the palm tree is what? Useful. No waste about it. He said, You will flourish like the palm tree, and you shall grow like cedar in Lebanon. Verse 13, Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the court of her God. Verse 14, They shall still bring forth fruit in old age, and they shall be what? Fat and flourishing. Say, Father, make me and my household to flourish in all areas of our life. Terminate dryness. Terminate sorrow. Terminate pain. Terminate rejection. Terminate luck. Terminate sickness. In my household, in the name of Jesus, go ahead and cry to the Lord. Lord, you have said you will rain down, rain upon my seed. for I receive rain of flourishing. I must flourish, I must flourish. You said I shall flourish in the court of the Lord. Jesus, make every member of this church to flourish indeed. In the name of Jesus, terminate every dryness, terminate every pain, terminate every sorrow, terminate every reproach terminate every sickness, terminate everything that is against your will, in the life of every member of this church, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. No more sitting down. Yeah? We all agree? Okay. If you are sitting down, please jack up, jack up and stand up quickly, quickly. If you know you are sitting down, except you are, you are pregnant, Jack up and begin to walk around. Are you with me? If you are pregnant, you can sit down. But no? Stand up. Now, the next one said, God will give you bread of increase. Bread of what? Increase. Bread of what? Increase. Increase means advancement. You have been stagnant for long. Only one position. For the past 30 years, one position. Abba. One position. You are trusting God for his next level. He said this year, if you truly you are prayed, you are due for what? Bread of increase. Bread of promotion. Bread of job opportunity. Bread of breakthrough. Bread of success. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 85 verse 12. Psalms 85, verse 12. "Yea, the Lord shall give that which is good. And our land shall yield an increase. Amen. Now, we're going to pray all this prayer. I'm going to be mentioning it to you. The Lord shall give that which is good unto you. Amen. And your land shall yield an increase in the name of Jesus. Amen. Psalm 105, verse 24. Psalm 105, verse 24. And he increased his people greatly. Let's have it. Let's have it. I want to read it. Let's read it together. And he increased his people greatly and made them stronger than their enemies. Put your together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Psalm 115 verse 14. Psalm 115 verse 14. The Lord shall increase you more and more. The Lord shall increase you more and more. You and your children. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 71 verse 21. Thank you Jesus. Psalm 71 verse 21. Thou shall increase my greatness. Hallelujah. Did you see that? I don't know how great you are now. You know, our greatness is in level. Well, God is saying thou shalt increase what? My, my greatness and comfort me on every side. Say, Father, increase me and in my household more and more in the name of Jesus. Increase our greatness. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and crown to the Lord. What is that area of your life? You need increase. That area of your life you need increase. You need promotion. You need change of levels. You need expansion. Lord increase me indeed. Increase every member of this church indeed. Lord increase us in every side. In our career. Increase us. In our finances. Increase us. In our businesses, increase us in every of our life, increase us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, the next one said, It will make you to be fat and plentiful. That means you are entering into your era of overflowing blessings. Many people are afraid of that. <laughs> but that is the type of blessing I want. And they say, oh, they want to build church. They want to build a one billion church in the U.S. I'll say, don't worry. No, nobody should pay any money. I will give it. That is what? Overflowing. If you say that blessing is not from God, that is you. But me, I want what? That type of blessing. <laughs> Many of us, we don't like too much blessing. It's okay. But you give me, you say we want to we want to go and hold crusade in Afghanistan and I will hire, I will charter a jumbo seven four seven to carry everybody. I want that money. How many want that? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Overflow what? Blessing. Hallelujah. Genesis twelve, two to three. Genesis twelve, two to three. God told Abraham And I will make of thee a great nation And I will bless thee amen. Somebody is saying amen I will bless thee amen. And make thy name great amen. And thou shall be A blessing amen. And I will bless them That bless thee amen. And curse him that causes thee amen. And in thee shall all the families Of the heart be blessed amen. Say father Bless me and my household and make us a blessing. Let my blessing overflow in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and cry to the Lord. Father, bless me and my household indeed. Bless me and my household indeed. And make me and my household to overflow. Daddy, I want to overflow in blessing. I want to overflow in blessing. I want to overflow in blessing. I want to learn to nations. I want to learn to nations. Through me, let the whole earth be blessed. In the name of Jesus, make me and my household the solution and not a problem to the problem of this world. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus, mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus, mighty name we have prayed. And lastly, he said. It will make you to feed on large pasture. Large pastor means enlargement of coast. It means an head of no more restriction. No more constraint. Are you with me? No more what? Restriction. No more constraints. In you overflowing. Say, Father, enlarge my coast light my vision. light my dream. light my God ideas. In the name of Jesus. Remove every barrier on my way. Remove every barrier on my way. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and come to the Lord. Lord, enlight my course. Enlight my vision. Enlight my dream. In the name of Jesus. Enlight my course. Enlight my vision. Enlight my dream. The ideas you have given me. Blow it up oh God. Blow that ideas you have given me up. For me to become what you have for me to be. Multiply me on every side. Multiply me on every side. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Holy Spirit. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Praise God. We are going to pray some specific prayers. From Exodus 23, 25 to 26, we have touched some of them, but I want us to also pray these specific ones. Many of us here, many of our members are pregnant. Many are trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Many are trusting God for partners. We're going to put this in three. We're going to pray them together. If you don't get married, you can't even believe God for our children, can you? <laughs> until you are pregnant you can't even say you want to have a baby right so it's linked and in Exodus 23 and ye shall serve the Lord your God and he shall bless thy bread and thy waters and I will take away sickness from the midst of thee 26 there shall nothing cast their young nor be barren I'm going to pray for everyone trusting God for future partner in this church The Lord let that be divine connection go ahead and pray that prayer lord we pray for divine connection for everyone trusting god for future partner everyone that is ripe to be married jesus we pray for divine connection this year before this year is over we pray for divine connection in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have prayed let's say father perfect the miracles that you have started concerning all our pregnant sisters perfect the miracle at your own time let's go ahead and pray that prayer father we pray for all our pregnant sisters perfect the miracle you have started you started that miracle oh god perfect it oh god no complication no cs no evil report in the name of jesus we forbid still but we forbid any evil report concerning all our pregnant sisters in the name of jesus you will do it at the appointed time. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. We are going to pray for those trusting God for the foot of the womb. If you are here and you are trusting God for the foot of the womb, please place your hand on your womb as we pray this prayer. Say, Father. Father. Let's say, Father. Father. You remember Hannah. Remember, remember all our sisters. Trusting you for the fruit of the womb. Terminate barrenness in their life. Terminate barrenness in our midst. And cause them to be fruitful. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Pray with the whole of your heart that all our sisters that are trusting you for the fruit of the womb, Jesus, remember them like you remember Hannah. Like you remember Sarah, remember them. Jesus, remember them. Terminate barrenness in their homes. Lord, please let there be shout of joy in the homes of your daughters. In the name of Jesus, before this year is over, we shall join your children to celebrate. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Now He say we take away sickness from the midst of us. Now you are trusting God for someone that is sick somewhere. If you are sick yourself, you place your hand on that place where you are feeling the pain. And if you are trusting God for somebody, you place your hand on your head and you pray. Lord, Your promise to remove sickness from our midst. Father, remove sickness from the body of this man. I mention their name one by one. If it is you Lord, remove sickness from my body, my body is your temple. My body is your temple. Therefore, sickness you are not permitted to be my body. Letu shatakiakotapa, Igradosekroko talia katapo, ikarutaka broku sekehani, a paparuto coria handel yakaba. Every sin of sickness I command them or put it in the body of every one that, oh God, that is trusting you for healing in this church right now, and all our family members that are fitted with sickness, oh God, remove sickness from our means, remove sickness from our body, in the name of Jesus. Thank you Holy Spirit. It is done in the name of Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Now the last part of that prayer said, and the number of that days, I will fulfill. Yes. If you notice something, the devil is out there to destroy destiny. In a couple of days, you have heard how many plane crashes and a lot of near misses. Are you with me? The devil is here to what? To suck blood, but it will not be for the blood of any one of us or our relations in the name of Jesus. So yes. we are going to be praying. Now in this church, we forbid losses. There shall be no loss of life. Everyone that travels shall go and come back safely. We will not hear any evil news from all our loved ones. Go ahead and cry out to the Lord. No accident on the road, no accident in the air, no accident in this, on the sea. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we enter into covenant of safe trip. Covenant of safe trip. That this church has been operated upon. That shall be our Lord this year. There shall be no loss of life. There shall be no accident. There shall be no evil report in our camp. There shall be no death. There shall be no terminal disease. There shall be no death. All our family members, I decree they are preserved in the name of Jesus. The Lord will preserve our going out. It will preserve our coming in. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. And lastly, let's say, Lord, tomorrow, glorify yourself. Today, today, Friday. Lord, glorify yourself in this service. As we come, do something new in our midst. Your servant that's going to be teaching the word, put your word in his mouth. Put your word in his mouth. The choir, the technical, the Sunday school, the Friday school teachers, Jesus, use everyone mightily for your glory. In the name of Jesus, let's pray that every sinner that will come to church today, the Lord will save their soul. Every sinner that will come to church, they will not go out without being saved. Every newcomer that will come, that God will establish them. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Unto the Lord be the glory great is he has done unto the Lord be all the glory put us together for Jesus oh yeah unto the Lord be the glory great is he has done unto the Lord
0: Great things he has done. Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. To the God with you, unto the Lord, beyond the glory. Great things he has done unto the Lord, beyond the glory. Great things you have done unto the Lord, beyond the glory. Great things, yeah. I say great things. You are done. Great things, you are. to the Lord. We are the glory. Great things, yeah. I say great things. Rejoice! 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 Oh, great things you will do. To your Lord, beyond the glory, great things he has done. Great things he has done. Look at your neighbor and tell him, prophesy, prophesy. He will do unto the Lord, beyond the glory. Great Professor, Prophesy, to somebody again. Great things. Hosanna! Hallelujah! He will do your life to the Lord. Yeah, the glory is in
8: seas. Hosanna! Amen. Praise God. You know what I see in this third month? I see breakthrough for you.
1: <laughs>
8: Amen. It's, it's very big. Very big, very big. The kind that you can't describe, the kind that has never happened before in your family. This third month, God will bring it to your house. It shall drop in your office in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. How many have been blessed tonight? You are sure you are blessed i like us to pray for everyone that ministered on the altar that God used to bless us, Men, I pray today that Lord, refire them, refill them. Your servant and everyone that has ministered on this altar tonight during this vigil, fresh oil, fresh grace. Lord, keep them fresh. Keep them fresh under your hand. Keep them fresh. Empower them. Set their hearts on fire. Like never before, use them mightily again to the glory of your name in Jesus' precious name. I want to leave us with um, one word that Pastor shared on the first of January. Quite a number of us were not in that service, but it has stayed with me all through, and I like to read it for us. John, Matthew chapter 9 verse 35 to 36 to 37 to 38 okay to the end and Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people verse 36 but when he saw the multitudes he was moved with compassion i entered this year with that heart i have been reading scripture i never saw it until it Pastor already is it? there is a difference between reading and seeing i keep saying it because when thou hast found it then there shall be a reward and your expectations shall not be cut off you will see something this year Like you have never seen before. In the name of Jesus. He said he was moved with compassion on them. Because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. That is the situation every unbeliever is in. So when you are looking at them like that. Because they they have no understanding that's why they are behaving the way they are behaving. Amen. I've known if I read it in ESV, he said they were they were harassed under heavy torment. So if we understand it like that, we will pray this kind of prayers today more in our homes. If we under, if only we can understand that. Amen. So i like us to be praying. And now you see, at the end of the day, he now said, he now said, look at that, verse 37. Then he said unto his disciples, the harvest truly is plenty. All these guys, who will reach them, who will bring them out of this misery, who will bring them out of this harassment, they have no shepherd. They have no covering. They are harassed. They are under pressure. They are confused. Amen. Man, it's a big, it's a big tragedy out there. We need to have compassion. Pray then the Lord of the harvest to say you see, so there is a history behind this harvest. What a graphical picture. I just believe that the Holy Spirit wants me to share that again with us because that's what pastor said on the 1st of January in releasing the promise for the year. Praise the Lord. They have no shepherd. That's why God is raising laborers. Praise the Lord. We are here to shepherd them. To show them the way. We shall not miss out on this great provision. In the name of Jesus. We shall not miss out on this great provision. In the name of Jesus. You know what? Make praying for the kingdom an integral part of your life this year. Amen. Now, I send out prayer points to intercessors every week. If you look at about 12 or so, about seven of them, six or seven of them, is praying for the kingdom. Not praying for ourselves, or for bread and butter. No. Lord, these people must be saved. Lord, this one must have direction. Lord, this one must be delivered. Why? Compassion. We don't pray for ourselves, we pray for the people then God will supply our needs. That's the way the kingdom works. Praise the Lord. This year, God will surprise you. What you have never seen before in your life, you know, that they may see and know and understand together that the hand of the Lord has made it and the only one of Israel has created it. Not everything has been created. I'm saying it again. For you, there shall be a special creation. In the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter the door they closed. In the month of March, God will open another one. A sevenfold order of lifting shall hit you in the month of March. Believe it, shout the loudest amen. Uh, Somebody is here, you don't look like it, but you are the one they will give it. (laughs) You don't understand. You don't look like it, but they will call you and give it to you they will look for you and give it to you whatever you have been expecting from God as you make praying for the kingdom, your priority this year God will bypass everyone bypass every protocol break down every law of man, clear off every tradition of the city and make sure that the best of the land gets to you receive it in the name of Jesus receive it in the name of jesus receive it in the name of jesus you may not be their choice but you are the only chance they have i say you may not be their choice they may not like your face they may not even like the way you talk but you are the only chance they have and god will make it sure in the name of jesus the month of march shall be a month of breakthrough for you it shall be breakthrough unlimited Breakthrough in your body. Breakthrough in your finances. Breakthrough in your marriage. Breakthrough maritally. Breakthrough in your health. Breakthrough every day. Breakthrough over your children. Breakthrough on every side. Somebody shall breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. Father, what a night breaking forth into this new day. We celebrate all you have done for us. Thank you again and again and again. We are returning in March with the biggest testimony. We are returning to the night vigil in March with the biggest number of souls. We are returning in the night vigil of March with the heaviest visitations. In the name of Jesus. No tragedy in our camp. No loss of any kind. In the name of Jesus, there shall be full restoration in March. There shall be full restoration for you. All your secret tears shall be converted to public laughter. In the name of Jesus, God will arise for you. And your story will change. Your level will change. Your head shall be lifted up. In the name of Jesus. He said there is hope of a tree if it be cut down. For true descent of water, it will bud again. Whatever has been cut off your life by the water of the Lord, by the power of the Holy Ghost, it shall bud again. Yeah. You shall be fruitful again. Yeah. You shall be fat and flourishing yeah. to prove that there is no unrighteousness in God. Whatever God has said to you and me concerning this year, he will hasten over it to perform it. He will perform it. He will perform it. In the name of Jesus. Now this month of February remains, I think about four days or there are about four or five days. I believe that God will still do something for everyone before the end of this month. The victory night, there shall be testimonies. Every day there shall be visitation. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. As you go, go in peace. Your sleep shall be sweet. Wake up, hell and healthy. Come into church later today refreshed. And just as we have prayed, it shall be the best of service this year. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Don't forget, you may not be their choice, but you are the only chance they have. You are the only chance they have. No matter what letter they gave you, I agree with you, it shall be turned around. I say it shall be turned around. It shall be turned around. Within 24 hours, there shall be a visitation. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Our bountiful harvest is sure as we commit to tirelessly labor for souls.